welcome, welcome to Simply Wild. I'm your co-host, Laura, here with my co-host, Miriam. <laughs> I have a new co-host today. Woo! <laughs> Lydia has unfortunately been sick the past few times we've been trying to meet to record. So we have a special guest, Miriam, with us today, and she's going to share her birth story with us. Miriam, why don't you tell us um, <clears throat> when you had your baby? Because it's been a couple of months now, right? It's been five months, almost. Okay. Wow. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> like three, but five actually makes sense. Yeah. Let's give a little history for the listeners. Okay. Story. <laughs> so Miriam has been a very, very good friend of mine since how old, like 10 years now or longer? Yeah. Crazy. It's been a, it's been a, a while for sure. Yeah. And yeah, so Miriam and I go way back and we were actually lived just like a couple minutes apart. So we would love to go running together. We ran a few, a few 5Ks and we love to play tennis, we go biking. We played basketball together. So we have history for sure. We have lots of yeah. Oh, your little baby. Yeah. I'm holding him. So how old are you, Miriam? And what, where do you live? I am 24 years old. And I live in Ontario, Canada. And I have lived here for four years now, I think. I moved from, from Washington, obviously, where Laura is from. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it's where I was born, actually. So basically, just moved back to where I was born. So kind of cool. So how about you tell us, like, about your life? Like, when did you get married? <laughs> did you plan to have kids, or was it unexpected? Or did you? Yeah, just tell us about that. Okay, so I got married in May of 2018 to my husband Joel. And we have, yeah, we were planning to have kids. Like, we, we basically planned it. Yeah, it was pretty planned. Um, we had wanted to wait a certain amount of time. And we went to Europe last year, actually, for the summer. And I, we had decided that, like, when we went to Europe, we would be, like, trying and everything. So that's basically what happened is we got pregnant in Europe. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> It went according to your plan. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not a surprise at all. I think I was a little bit surprised that it was so fast. Like, it was basically right when we started trying that I got pregnant. I thought it would, might take us a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was kind of thinking. But it didn't, it didn't matter that it was right away. It didn't get in the way of anything. Or like, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't make a big difference. Yeah, you were ready. I was ready. Cool. So why don't you tell us, like, um, your baby's due date and then how it went from there. My baby's due date was supposed to be April 6th, I think. Am I right about that? <laughs> I'm forgetting because it's it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been it's, a while. it doesn't matter after you have your actual baby's birthday. I know because I'm only thinking of the birthday. Yeah. Yeah, my due date was the 6th and he was born on the 14th. 
of April. So I was about eight days late. So what happened is I had a few practice contractions the day before of the on the 13th and I had not really had any Braxton Hicks the whole time so I was like oh this must be it and I was telling mom that because it was the contractions were like they didn't hurt at all like at all like it wasn't painful in any sense and I was like wow this is really easy and my mom was there with me to she was coming to be there for the birth and everything and she was like that's not I don't think that's it because you would be in more pain or like way more uncomfortable than you are Mm -hmm. I was like oh (laughs) that's too bad (laughs) because this is really nice um so yeah so then it kind of just stopped so I was like shoot because I was I had gone and gotten an ultrasound and everything that day with my midwife because we were going to move forward with doing um, castor oil if I, if I hadn't given birth in like a couple days. So I really didn't want to do that. I was hoping that it would just happen on its own. So I was really like praying to God that it would just happen before. And so that night I went to sleep and I woke up at three in the morning around then and was having contractions like actual ones like I could tell that it was the real thing because it was a lot more uncomfortable and at first they weren't too bad so I just kind of rested through them and tried to sleep but then they got like I think in about like an hour or two then I started getting so uncomfortable that I could not stay in bed anymore so I got up and started moving around which felt a lot better and I noticed that I had some blood in my pee, so I was like, okay, I think this is for sure it, and the contractions got super close together, so I called my midwife at 6 a.m., and I told her that this was the time, I thought, and she was like, okay, I'm going to come, and in 15 minutes, around 15 minutes, she came, and she checked me, and I was already seven centimeters dilated, so I was she was like, okay, it's time to go to the birth center, which is where I was, had planned to give birth. Um, I had woken up my mom and my sister, who was also there, and Joel. And then we were all kind of like, I had eaten some breakfast, which was good. <laughs> I was really hungry. It was actually one of the things on my mind was like, I need to eat or I'm going to be yeah, like over hungry. So I ate some food and then we... I'd already eaten food, sorry, right after she checked me, we basically left to the birth center. She went ahead of us, and we got there at, like, seven or after seven, and no, it would it would have had to be, like, 6.30 or seven, and then um, I, she went and had me go on the bed, and then she broke my water, and after that, we, I really wanted to go in the tub, so she filled the tub up, and I labored in the tub, which I really liked. It was really nice. Joel just held my hand and Megan helped by like pouring water on my belly and everything to keep it warm. And I just had the contraction, went through the contractions in there. And then I started pushing. My body just totally told me what to do. And my midwife was like, oh, are you starting to feel like you should push? Then you should. And And then she helped me by like pressing against my leg while I pushed and that helped a lot and 
the pushing, I much prefer to the contractions, which I feel like most people say, because it just feels like you're actually doing something and not just sitting there doing nothing. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so the pushing started happening, and then she was like, okay, I think we can move this along faster if you go over the toilet. So that's what I did. I got up, and I was, like, shivering a lot because it was so warm in the tub to get out. It was, like, yeah, not the nicest. And so I was just like, she put a towel around me and went over the toilet. I could, I start, I felt his head coming out because I knew it was going to be a boy, by the way. Um, so that was a really cool feeling, I thought, feeling his head there. And honestly, it did not hurt that much, as much as I thought it would. And I told her, I was like, okay, I feel his head. So she was like, okay, let's go on the bed. So I went on all fours on the bed. And then she had my other, my backup midwife came as well. And they both helped to deliver his head. And yeah, and then after the head was out, we basically just slid right out and it all was just one fluid motion, like two yeah. pushes. And yeah, the pushing was did not feel very long. I think it was like half an hour. And yeah, and then I got to hold my baby boy for the first time, which was amazing. I loved that. Yes. And then in like 15 minutes, I think my placenta just came right out, which did not hurt at all. It was all, he was born at 8.45 a.m. So it was like a five-hour labor, which was quite good. Yeah. Good experience. Like like you said from yours, I would, I could do this again for sure. Yeah. Like I'm so excited to, um, yeah, like right at that time where you deliver your baby and you just pick up your baby and that's like the most amazing thing ever yes that's like what I look forward to I look forward to that honestly like that is such a cool moment I would definitely be sad if I only got to do that once in my life like I really want to do that again yeah I wish I could relive it with when I have my baby Indy like because I was when I when I had just delivered her I was thinking more like whoa like I'm done and like whoa I just had a baby and she's my baby and things like that not like really soaking in the moment of just like looking at her and holding her I was but my thoughts were kind of like crazy too like just like yeah grief and shock that all that had just happened and um I was all amazed too but I but the next one you know what to expect so like I'm looking forward to just really just soaking in everything that's happening because I kind of know what will happen. Yeah, me too, for sure. It's nice. And like I had some uh, breastfeeding issues postpartum and it's it's nice to like know how to deal with that. Like I'll know how to deal with that a lot better the second time around. So I don't think I'll have the same issues, which will be really nice. When they checked you and you were at a seven, you were at your house still, right? And then you went to the birthing center. Did they check you again there or no? Um, she did check me again there and then broke my water. Okay. Yeah, okay. she did. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she did, yeah. That would make sense. Like she probably, you were probably like close to a 10 or a 10 and then she broke your water because she knew it was yeah yeah no she definitely did check me I'm just like I only remember the water breaking for some reason I don't remember the checking <laughs> yeah did you feel like there was a lot of blood 
Um, yes, there definitely was a lot. Uh, not like buckets and buckets. <laughs> Just one. No, it's still quite a bit. Like it felt like I could feel it kind of. I'm pretty sure it's fluid too, though. It's not just blood. Um, like when, it, when you know, when he comes out, I'm pretty sure there's also fluid. Like it's not just all blood. But I definitely felt that. And then when I was laying down, I would feel like a release sometimes, especially mostly when she pressed on my, on my belly to like try to get it out. You know how they do that? Um, the uterine or the placenta? No, so after the placenta, when they're trying to like get the all the chunks, the chunks, um, oh, yeah, the like the rest of the blood out, so they're pressing on that part is not the best. I actually didn't have that happen to me. She didn't do that. No, they pressed on my stomach, um, very very gently, and they're and they I think they were mainly doing it to feel my uterus. Oh okay. Um, and then they're like, okay, yep. Seems good and stuff, and then it was over. Like they didn't oh. do that. So maybe yours just all came out with one foul swoop. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like I had a ton of blood. Like I remember, um, which next time I'll definitely be more prepared because I wish I would have laid down like a shower curtain on the ground, but we didn't, and so we just had those like little. Um, those pad things that soak up, you know, kind of like yeah, yeah, whatever. But for birth, I guess, or whatever you want. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had those, and so every time I was on the ground, they would kind of put one under me, and then when I moved, they like would replace it with like a new one, like constantly. Okay. So okay. See, like very much blood because it was always cleaned up right away. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. It was, I was definitely expecting more blood, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I had a super expectation. I just knew there would be quite a bit. And um, I did notice it only, mostly when I was like laying down and I could kind of like feel that there was some blood, like I was having some bleeding. Okay. Um, and then when she, yeah, when she pushed my belly, I could feel like the more come out. And, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too extreme. Like I wasn't like, yeah, I didn't feel like it was too extreme. I did have a, a like a small tear. So she had to stitch me up because when he came out, his hand was by his face and I guess they weren't able to like push it back. So it was like a bit more stretched than okay. normal. So I did have a little tear, um, but not too bad. And um, I did, <laughs> I did get up, like, try to get up, like, she was like, okay, I think you're all good, and, like, I did try to get up, but it was, like, almost too fast, so I was, like, getting up, and then I was like, oh, I feel really lightheaded, and, and um, I, like, suddenly just fainted, I was like, okay, never fainted in my life, <laughs> kind of weird, yeah, so, yeah, that was weird, and then I just stayed a bit longer, me and Joel napped, which was actually really nice, and, like, I drank and ate some food and I felt way better and then I left. So, okay. but I was pretty sore after for like the next few days. That was definitely felt quite sore. Yeah, I think um, that has to do with tearing, right? Where the more you tear, the, I've heard like the worse the recovery is or like the longer the recovery. Is. 
difference. Yeah. Um, I would say though, like my, they always say that your recovery is like, I don't know. I didn't feel like my recovery was way worse than, than most people's because of the tear. No, I don't. Cause you didn't tear very much, right? No, I didn't. You probably had a pretty good recovery. Yeah. No, I would say, yeah, it was, it was definitely like the first few days. And then when like my milk came in, everything that was not the funnest, but cause I felt sore and then I felt like emotional. Although my, my family was around then, so it wasn't too bad cause I had a lot of fun with them. But then when they left, it didn't help that they left cause I was having some breastfeeding issues. I got mastitis and then they were also gone. So I was pretty all over the place. <laughs> boom all these things yeah it was like a, a a bunch of stuff but that period only lasted like two weeks max and then after that like I started pumping which helped a lot and then and now it's totally fine like breastfeeding is a breeze yeah good it takes me like 10 minutes it's so fast yeah it just goes really well so good you yeah how long do you plan on breastfeeding for, or do you not really have a plan? Okay, so funny about that is I was always like, you know what, I don't want to do, like, I would never do it longer than a year, and like, but now I'm kind of like, actually, I don't, I feel like I would just do it as long as I could, almost, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Like, I just feel like if, if after a year I'm still doing it for like a bit after a year, like I probably wouldn't want to do it till he's like three or something like that. But like, it's because apparently that's a thing that some people will breastfeed even when they're like three. I feel like I wouldn't be at that point because I'm planning to have another kid anyway. And I don't really think I would be breastfeeding him still at the same time. Um, but like, yeah, a lot of people will breastfeed longer than a year. Like, yeah. And, it seems nice. I probably would still do it if he still wanted to. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. I know. I feel like before you're in the situation, you, like you don't, you can't really say what will happen, you know, because um, like sleep sharing or breastfeeding or just whatever, you might have a certain opinion about it. But then once you actually are going through it, things could totally change and your mind could totally change and um, you can learn new things that change your mind. So it's like, it's funny how that happens. I know it is because there was these things I definitely was like, I never do that. <laughs> yeah, same. Sleep sharing, sleep sharing was another thing and I don't do it. I've never been doing it for like the whole night, but I'll definitely, like when he was young too, like I definitely did it for like sometimes in the mornings like to sleep more like after he'd wake up yeah time and like because it's kind of cozy to be honest I like it it's yeah cute. So, um I don't think there's anything wrong with it um I think there's safe ways and like maybe unsafe ways but I think the mom right. you know knows better and does can do what's best for her and her baby yep for sure so what's your baby's name? And tell us how you named him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I how you said his name. Uh, his name is Finn Robert Pennings. And I, Finn, honestly, we were just like, before we even got pregnant and everything, we were just talking about names that we liked. 
and that was just one of them that I was like, oh, that's a great name. And Joel was like, yeah, it's a great name. So we were like, okay. It has no meaning or anything. We just really liked it. Um, and then Robert is after my grandpa who died. So okay. that one does have meaning. We didn't have um, meaning for our baby's name either. Like, we just liked it. <laughs> and I feel like almost like weird, like, should our baby have this, like, strong meaning or like specific meaning but it's like whatever <laughs> yeah they, it really doesn't have to yeah great well thanks so much for sharing your birth story with us Miriam yeah of course we'll have to get the next one when you have another baby <laughs> <laughs> yes for sure have you guys thought about that at all when you'd want to have another baby um, we're thinking of waiting till, uh, Finn's a year and then trying again. Okay. I think that's probably what we'll do. It'd be nice to have a sibling, like, that's somewhat close in age, you know, for him. Yeah. Because that would be fun. But, yeah. Crazy to, like, think about having another baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be, like, I feel like people are, like, you know, with the next one, like, you know how it goes, so it's not. It's not as, oh my, you just talking. Um, it's like, it's, but to me, in my mind, I feel like, I'm like, I feel like it's more work. And some people will be like, you already know what to do. So it's like less hard. And I was like, well, he's a pretty easy first kid. So I feel like it's not going to be like, I feel like it'll definitely just be more work. I don't see how it's going to be less busy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> No, and like, because my baby's been pretty good too, and we'll be like, well, just you wait, like the next one, and I'm like, okay. oh my, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely like you have siblings too, so it's like we know what it's like to have siblings and how nice that is, you know. Especially as you get older, they're like they become friends. Yes, it's the best. Siblings are yeah, really important to me. Like. I'm really blessed I have had one kid, but, like, I would be pretty sad, like, if I didn't have at least one other kid, because I just feel like yeah. siblings are super nice. I also would think about adopting, though. Like, if I couldn't have more kids, I would for sure want to look into adopting, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about we end with you sharing one piece of advice for new moms? Okay. I would say just not making it such a if you're like a scheduling type person, yeah. I would say not worrying so much about scheduling, especially right in, like in the beginning when you first have your baby, not worry about trying to schedule everything for them, like when they feed and when they, when they go to sleep and everything, because it's a lot of times it's just easier and better for them if you're just doing it on demand, because at that point they're just kind of not able to be scheduled. And I'm saying this because I kind of tried to in the beginning and I was like, okay, I'm not going to feed until this point and like then I would just I ended up doing it anyways because you can't really schedule them at that point because they're just hungry a lot of the time and like need to sleep a lot so I would say just don't be expecting to be all scheduled right away and just go with the flow because that's the easiest way to go at the beginning yeah anyway so I agree with that completely thank you again for sharing your birth story with us and yeah yeah, it was so nice to talk with you. It was. It was a good time.
So if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is Simply Wild Podcast. We'll have a picture of Miriam on there. Do you want to share your Instagram, Miriam? Um, it's Murmur36. All right, Miriam. I hope you have a great day. You too.